0: Hello. What's that sticking out from under the sleeve of your school blazer, my boy? Oh, uh, nothing, sir. It looks like cling film, young man. Let me... Uh, get off, sir! Uh, stop it, sir! Hold still, my boy, while I unwrap it. Unhand me, sir! Now, let's see what... Oh, no. Derrick you've got a tattoo. Hornet heaven series 8 episode 1 marked for life written by Ollie Wicken. read by Colin mace earth season 2018 19 on July the 27th 2018 Bill Mainwood Hornet Heaven's 92-year-old head of programmes was horrified to discover that his young assistant, Derek Garston, had got himself tattooed. They were in the programme office. Golly, young man, when did you get this done? After we played Fortuna Dusseldorf in our pre-season friendly, sir. We beat a crack European side 3-1, sir. And you got a tattoo to celebrate. Oh dear, this is terrible. But I've done nothing wrong, sir. It's illegal for a start, my boy. You're only 13. That was when I died in 1921, sir. Technically, I'm 110 now, which means I'm also old enough to have a girlfriend. Girls love tattoos, I've heard, sir. But tattoos are so ugly. This one isn't, sir. The man I've had inked is a Watford hero, sir. That makes him a vision of beauty in my eyes, sir. Dear, oh dear. Tattoos are permanent, my boy. He's going to be on your forearm for eternity. Oh no, sir. That's why I chose someone who would mean a lot to me for the rest of all time, sir. ''But the player you've chosen is...'' ''What, sir? A wise selection, sir?'' ''No. It's... someone we'll treasure forever, sir?'' ''No, Derek. It's... uh... it's... Abdullai de Couray.'' ''I'm not surprised you recognise him, sir. The artist has beautifully captured the quintessential character of de Couray in a static image.'' Look at the way he's holding off an opponent while striding away with a burst of energetic athleticism, sir. But why Decore? He's only been with us five minutes. Why? Because in those five minutes, sir, as you put it, sir, he's won Player of the Season and Player's Player of the Season, sir. Think how good he'll be when he's been with us for 20 minutes, sir. Yes, but... I can't think how to break this gently. Don't you know he'll be leaving the club during this transfer window, my boy? What, what, sir? What do you mean, sir? He's been talking in public about moving on to a bigger club. He didn't play in either of our first two pre-season friendlies. He's obviously going. (laughs) Going? (laughs) But but that can't be allowed, sir. Oh dear, this isn't good. Dukes is on his way after a couple of seasons, but you're going to be inked with a picture of him for thousands of years. (laughs) This isn't fair, sir. You've got to do something, sir. Well, I don't really know what I can do. You've got to get him off me, sir. Get him off me. Bill went in search of help. He made his way to the gallery restaurant in the southwest corner of the stadium and found the father of the club, Henry Grover, sitting with his old friend, Ralph Thorpe formerly known as the Alderman. Hello, Henry. Uh, Hello, Ralph. Ah, Bill. Come and sit down, old son. Thank you. Oh dear, William. What seems to be the matter? You look as worried as a Watford fan at Christmas, contemplating the rest of the season. Young Derek has gone and got himself a Watford-related tattoo. It's absolutely terrible news. Ah! Marvellous. What? I'm absolutely delighted. But why? Because people marking themselves with their allegiance to the football club I founded in 1881 makes me feel proud. But tattoos are horrible. Nonsense, Bill. Body art is a beautiful thing. I've always wanted to get myself inked with Watford's wonderful 1995 away shirt. That sublime combination of burgundy and teal would look magnificent on my left bicep. What? And I'd love to get the 2013-14 away shirt on my right bicep. Do you remember that sumptuous port wine colour, Bill? Although I suppose people might think that the tattoo was just a birthmark. But why would you want tattoos, Henry? You're an upstanding Victorian gentleman. Tattoos are for... Careful what you say, old thing. Ralph has had one done. Haven't you, Ralph? I certainly have. The former alderman rolled up his sleeve. On his forearm was an amazingly accurate and characterful image of a young, bowling pop star with huge glasses. Elton Hercules' bloody John. I still bloody love him. I've had one done too, Bill. As soon as I heard that a high-class tattoo artist had arrived in Hornet Heaven, I rushed to see her. Let me show you, old pal. It's on my left thigh. I just need to drop my trousers and long johns for you. Uh, 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 Hold on a moment. Uh, No need, Henry, really, no need. I insist, Bill. It's a depiction of a long-standing love of mine. Oh, no. It's going to be Almanabdi, isn't it? Goodness me, Bill, now there's an idea. I hadn't thought of him. Uh, 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 Maybe I'll get inked with him somewhere else, somewhere more uh, intimate, perhaps. Uh, oh no! H- hold on, my long johns are a bit stuck. Let me just ah, nearly there. Right, the grand reveal of the love that will stay with me for eternity. Dear God, please let it just say Watford. Please let it just say Watford. Ta-da! Eh? It's very good, but who's it a picture of? Gladys Prothero. But you've never seen her. For that matter, no one has ever seen her. It's what I imagine she looks like, Bill. Ah, I'll never stop loving Gladys Prothero, Bill. Especially when I finally get to meet her. Yes, well, thank you for your time, Henry. It's been, uh, revealing. Oh. Are you off again? I think I'd better go and see the tattoo artist myself. Ah, of course. Good call, Bill. Yes, excellent decision, William. She's quite brilliant. Go and get yourself inked with one of her... Get myself inked? Goodness, no. Never. What a dreadful thought. That's not why I'm going to see her. Oh, for heaven's sake, William. Do lighten up. Absolutely. Go for it, Bill. Get a tat that expresses your lifelong passion for Watford through the glorious medium of ink on plasma. But don't get Almond, Bill. Almond Abdi... Belongs to me. In the atrium, Bill had the tattoo artist pointed out to him. He recognized her from the orientation he'd recently given her. She was in her late forties and had a sharply cut bob of dyed black hair set off by red eye shadow and bright red lipstick. She was dressed entirely in black. Her name was Cat. Cat was sitting on one of the yellow leather sofas, sketching something. Bill looked closely and saw an amazing artistic depiction of a snarling Tommy Mooney clenching his fist in front of the Watford fans at Peterborough in 1994. The image spoke to Bill, but he shut it out of his mind. He needed to confront the woman. He said, "Uh, ''Excuse me, uh, are you Cat, the Watford fan who gives tattoos?'' Cat didn't look up from her sketch. Do you mean, am I the Watford supporting fine artist who winks discerning customers with works of lasting beauty? Oh, er, uh, I don't know. Uh, do I mean that? Cat looked up and fixed Bill with a cold stare. What's your problem, Flower? Ah, uh, uh, yes, well... I'm afraid my young assistant, Derek Garston, regrets the tattoo of Abdalida Cora you gave him. You shouldn't have let him choose it. Kat looked down and carried on her sketching. I'm a tattoo artist, Petal, not a nunny. But surely you have a moral responsibility to ensure your customers make sensible choices. If they want Jamie Morley inked on their asses, they can have Jamie Morley inked on their asses. But a tattoo is a permanent commitment. Same as supporting a football club flower, as this Evan proves. I committed myself to Watford forever when my family moved here in 1976. You got a problem with that? Yes, but... then I ain't taking a lecture off of you. When I arrived in Hornet Heaven... Did you warn me that if I wanted to change my mind at a later date, I couldn't? No, but... Right, bye then, Petal. But I said bye. Bill left the atrium and wondered how he could make Derek feel less upset about the tattoo. He had an idea. He rounded up an old friend and went back to the programme office. He said to Derek, I'm sorry, my boy. I went to speak to the tattoo lady, but she wasn't very helpful. Then I hate her. Almost as much as I hate De Corey. He's played me for a fool, sir. There, there, my boy. Maybe we're judging Dukes too soon. Think of the big fella. Cliff Holton. Think of the great man. Graham Taylor. They... Both left the club, but then they returned. They're two of the greatest figures in the club's history. Maybe it'll turn out to be the same with Dukes. For God's sake, sir, stop trying to make me feel better. I've got a total Judas inked into my flesh, sir, or or my plasma, or, or whatever it is, sir. Look, I know how you feel, young man. You're not the only one to have something on your skin that's a bit embarrassing. An old friend of mine is in a very similar boat to you. Eric! Come on in. Derrick this is Eric. Eric, this is Derrick. Hello, Derrick. Bill told me about your tattoo. I thought it might help if I showed you. Well, Mr. Eric, sir. Look at that beautiful club crest on the back of your hand, sir. The detail's amazing. The blue shield. The letters WFC. The stag at the top. Thank you, son. I got it done down on earth in 1958. Then, the next year, the club changed colours to yellow and black. I couldn't believe it. But it's a great crest, Mr. Eric, sir, and it shows how long you've supported the club. What's embarrassing about that? Nothing. Nothing. That's not what i come to show you. I've got something far worse on my belly. Ew, an embarrassing tattoo, sir. Nah, a hairy wart. Look, I'll show you. Here we are. It looks just like... Oh, my God, sir. Get this man out of here, sir. That's hideous. I think I'm going to be sick, sir. That hairy wart looks exactly like David Pleat. Get this man out of here, sir. How could you do that to me, sir? I can never unsee that, sir. But I thought a walk that looks like David Pleat would put having Decoray on your arm into perspective. Things wouldn't seem so bad. Then you've completely missed the point, sir. Missed the point? How? Because I'm in pain, sir. Really? From the needle still? No, sir. Spiritual pain. Oh, my poor boy. How do you mean? I mean, I've marked myself out as someone who can't tell a true horn from a passing mercenary, sir. Oh, Derrick. An hour or so later. Derek decided he needed to address the problem himself. He went to the atrium to see Cat. At the yellow sofas, Derek noticed that Cat was finishing a beautifully detailed sketch of a floodlit Troy Deeney wheeling away after his successful penalty at home to Chelsea the previous season, with his middle fingers raised. Derek desperately wanted the image inked onto his back, then he imagined what Bill's reaction would be. He said, uh, "'Excuse me, Mrs. Missus. "'You again, Petal? "'Didn't your girlfriend like your tattoo?' "'Girlfriend? Oh, oh, "'I haven't got a girlfriend, Mrs. Missus. "'I saw you gazing from afar at a pretty young thing earlier.' Derek blushed. "'I've come back because... "'I've had second thoughts about my tattoo, Mrs. Catmissus.' Second thoughts, Petal? About a permanent tattoo?' "'Yes. Apparently, Dukes has been talking about leaving the club, "'and I'm a bit worried that—' "'It's all right. Don't worry.' "'Don't worry? Uh, Has he signed a new contract?' "'I mean, I can fix the problem.' I can cover over the picture of Decoray with someone else. Oh, my God, Mrs. Cat, Mrs. Huh, that's brilliant news! Cat watched the thirteen-year-old boy hop up and down with excitement. She couldn't resist teasing him a little. The only thing is, Petal, it'll have to be someone larger. Really? Why's that, Mrs. Cat, Mrs. So they properly cover up Decoray. It'll have to be Stefano Akaka. What? Akaka? Inked into me for the rest of eternity? Oh, you could have Troy Deeney from last season. Oh, my God. A fat Troy Deeney is the best I can hope for. (laughs) What? (laughs) I'm having a laugh, Petal. I can cover over dukes with anything at all. Oh, thank goodness, Mrs. Cat, Mrs. Crocky. you properly bamboozled me there. I feel like-I feel like a Bournemouth fullback who's just been sat down by Richarlison. Well, when you know what you want, just come and see me in my new parlor, and I'll get it on to you. Actually, Mrs. Cat, Mrs. Can we go there now? I've just realized exactly what I want. Oh. Right all, Petal. Follow me. Not long later, Bill Mainwood left the programme office and walked down Occupation Road. He was surprised to see a long queue. He spotted his friend Eric and asked what the queue was for. Kat's opened a new tattoo facility. She's an incredible artist. I'm going to get her to change the appearance of my David Pleat walk. I'm hoping she'll be able to make it look like Nigel Callaghan's 1980s perm. In front of Eric in the queue was Neil McBain. McBain had been Watford's manager in both the 1930s and 1950s, separated by a spell up the road at the club that dare not speak its name. Bill asked, And uh, what tattoo are you getting, McBain? I'm getting a nice simple one on my forearm. Just to remove all doubt from people's minds, it's going to say I hate Luton with asterisks instead of the U and the O, obviously. (laughs) You hate Luton? You? You managed them to 22 victories when any self-respecting own would have made sure they lost every game. Just be honest, McBain getting i love Luton tattoo. Oh, for God's sake! Will no one ever forgive me for a simple mistake? Next, Bill saw Ralph Thorpe, the former alderman, further down the queue. After another one, are you, Ralph? Very much so. I've fallen in love with Cat's action sketch of Paul Robinson. Have you seen it? It's amazing! She really does capture the true essence of Robbo as he puts Stockport County's winger into the seats of the lower Rouse. Bill smiled and walked on down Occupation Road. Soon he saw the parlor. Suddenly he wasn't smiling. Goodness me! This is outrageous. The parlor was a red porter cabin. The red porter cabin that had once been the Bill Mainwood program hut and had recently been the Bill Mainwood man cave. To make things worse, there was a sign on the outside that said, The Bill Mainwood Tattoo Parlor. Bill fumed. Not in my name! and marched past the queue into the hut. Inside the hut, Loud rock music meant the hut didn't feel at all like Bill's kind of place, despite his name on the sign outside. On the walls, though, were sketches Cat had made of various iconic Watford moments. Bill's eye was caught by an image of Barry Endine in mid-air, powering home his header against Liverpool in the FA Cup in 1970. Bill felt a deep urge to stop and look at Cat's amazing artistry. But his outrage got the better of him. He marched on. At the back of the hut, Bill saw the back of a large yellow, black and red reclining tattoo chair. Beside it, Cat was leaning forward from a stool, inking a customer. Bill switched off the sound system and said, We'll have no tattoos in Hornet Heaven. Stop this at once. Cat didn't look up. Great! You again! We don't need tattoos to prove our commitment to the club. Just being here in Hornet Heaven proves our commitment. Speak for yourself, Petal. Some people want skin in the game. Right. If you won't be dissuaded, I'll dissuade your customers. Bill stepped round to the front of the tattoo chair. Excuse me. But I don't think... Derrick Hello, sir. Bill felt completely deflated at the sight of his young assistant in the chair. Oh, no. You're getting another one. It's all right, sir. Cat's altering my decorate tattoo, sir. But... But what if it makes you as unhappy as the last time, young man? I couldn't bear seeing you make another mistake that will last for eternity. It's okay, sir. I realise I got it wrong choosing Decoray, sir. That's why this time I've gone for someone who hasn't said he's leaving this summer, sir. But that's hardly setting the bar very high, my boy. What's more, he's played for us in pre-season already. Well, at least that includes Deanie and Mariapa, two hornets for life. Perhaps you've learned your lesson and made a good choice. Go on, then. Show me who the tattoo is now cat had finished. She stood back. Look, sir. Rich Charleston, sir. Nutmegging a Bournemouth defender, sir. Oh, no. Rich won't be leaving any time soon, sir. But haven't you heard, my boy? Marco Silva has... Oh, dear. I think I... I'm not feeling very... The boy from Brazil is going to be a horny legend, sir. Sir? Sir! Oh! Excuse me, Mrs. Cat, Mrs. Could you help me pick up Mr. Mainwood off the floor, please? Quite a while later in the atrium, laid out on one of the yellow leather sofas, Bill regained consciousness. oh, uh, how long was I out? Derrick was perched on the edge of the sofa opposite. He had his elbows on his knees. He was staring at the floor. Several hours, sir. You missed our friendly at Stevenage, sir. Golly, well, I'll go and watch later. I went, sir. "'And I have disappointing news to report, sir.' "'Don't tell me, my boy. "'No spoilers, thank you. "'I don't mean news about the match, sir. (laughs) "'Sorry, sir. "'I'm not at my chirpiest at the moment, sir.' "'Bill sat himself up cautiously. "'He said, "'Oh, dear, I'm sorry if I've made a drama of all this, my boy.' I fainted because I was overwhelmed by the feeling that your new tattoo is, well, a calamity. Yes, I thought that too, sir, when I first saw how big Cat had drawn Richarlison's nose. But actually, sir, it's very realistic, sir. In real life, Richarlison's got a gigantic hooter, sir. No, the calamity is that you've made exactly the same mistake again. Only worse, this time you've gone and got a tattoo of someone who's already in talks with another club. Richarlison played in our friendly against Cologne but missed the Fortuna-Düsseldorf game because he was discussing terms with Everton. Well, he's not in talks with Everton any more, sir. That's what I found out at the Stevenage game tonight. Oh, that could be good news. If he's still with us, he... He's not, sir. He's not in talks with Everton. <laughs> because he's signed for them, sir. Ah. Whoops. Bill noticed Derek's head drop. The old man got to his feet gingerly and went across to his young assistant. He sat down and put an arm around the boy's shoulder. They sat like this for a while. I've been naive, sir. <laughs> Again, sir. Poor boy. Does it sting? Do you mean the tattoo, sir? Or the humiliation? Bill could feel Derek's small shoulders start to heave as the boy broke into sobs. Bill held him tighter. He said quietly, Don't cry, my boy. You're not alone. For the rest of eternity, we're all going to keep discovering new ways that being a football fan hurts. But we'll cope, young man. We'll cope. The next day, during the away pre season friendly at Brentford, Bill noticed that Derek kept nervously tugging the sleeve of his school blazer down over his wrist. Terrified that other people might see the tattoo. Don't fret, my boy. I'm sure you'll think of an appropriate tattoo to replace Richarlison. All in good time. Do you think the answer might be Andre Gray, sir? He scored his third pre-season goal today, sir. Last season, Andre Gray didn't look like the answer to anything, my boy. No. Take your time deciding. We don't want to rush into choosing the wrong person. But I need a replacement urgently, sir. There's a big-nosed traitor on my arm, sir. Patience, my boy. You need to consider things carefully and identify someone who's made a huge and long-term contribution to Watford Football Club. I'd suggest the great man, but there's no need for a tattoo of him. They're unveiling a statue of GT next weekend outside the Hornets' shop. So there'll be a permanent commemoration visible to everyone every day down on Earth and up here too. Ah! This is no good, sir. I need someone to replace that dirty double-crosser Richardson, sir. Now, sir! But there's no hurry, young man. You just need to... Right, sir. Things are so desperate, I'm going to close my eyes and point at a player. You tell me who it is, and I'll get him tattooed, sir. Oh, dear. I'm really not sure that's a... Just do it, sir. Who am I pointing at? Now, sir. That's Ashley Charles. Academy lad. Hasn't made a competitive start yet. Joe. How about... Now, sir. That's Jack Rodwell journeyman loser on trial with us won't ever make a competitive start. Oh! How about... now, sir? That's the Brentford defender who shanked the ball into his own net for our equaliser. Oh! uh, Wait, what? He scored a goal for Watford, sir? Perfect, sir! In my current situation, sir, I'm happy to accept an own goal as a huge and long-term contribution to Watford Football Club, sir. Brilliant! He'll do for me, sir. During the week after Watford's win at Brentford, Bill managed to keep Derrick calm and away from Cat, the tattoo artist. He spent the whole time feeling sorry for his young assistant, wishing there was a way he could stop the boy feeling so bad about the tattoo. But he couldn't work out how. Then, on the Saturday, before the Graham-Taylor matchday game with Sampdoria, Bill and Derek went to the unveiling of the new statue of the great man. Outside the Hornet shop, the large real-world crowd was matched by the one watching from Hornet heaven, as Watford's chairman, Scott Duxbury, made an introductory speech. But for all of us, the statue is so much more. It's to ensure and acknowledge that whilst we've lost a friend... He will never be forgotten. In the crowd, Bill and Derek found themselves next to Cat. Bill felt a bit awkward after their last encounter, when he'd been cross with her and then fainted. But Cat gave him a gentle smile. She wasn't nearly as cold with him as before. She said, I grew up with GT as manager. I can't wait to see his statue. Was there the good times. Bill smiled was back. There the bad times. He always immediately but, uh, warmed uh, to anyone room room who loved Graham. Nor can I, care. The great man was the the so lifetime. great that he was honoured during his lifetime time. with the renaming of the stand. But to him. me, that the always felt a little impersonal. A statue will remind everyone what he was like as a human being. And he was a wonderful human being. They watched as Scott Duxbury gave way to the next speaker. Thank you very much, Scott. Mm -hmm. Now, to speak on behalf of the players and staff that worked with Graham, please welcome Luther Blissett. (laughs) Wearing a blue suit, white shirt and sunglasses, Luther Blissett stepped forward. Oh, look, Luther's here. I love Luther. Ah, me too. Ah, me too. Fantastic! Thank you all very much for that welcome, and uh, really pleased to see you here on what is a, a, a for me it's an amazing day to, for for this statue to see this statue being unveiled because uh, Graham was obviously someone very dear to myself and all of you. A little while after, Bill while said after to Cat and uh, Derek. After the great man's passing, it's like Luther has become the living embodiment down there of the values GT created at our club. And don't forget, sir, he's our record appearance maker and goal scorer. He was a coach for five years too and still does loads of work in the community, sir. Absolutely, my boy. And yet, it doesn't feel like he's ever been formally honoured during his lifetime. He Definitely ought life, to be. Luther's so the biggest hornet on earth. They are always around us, around and about us. Wait. What? There are too many people in what did you say, Mrs. Cat? Mrs. I said he's the biggest hornet them, on earth. But don't grasp them. You mean there are the other bigger than a fat Troy really Big enough to he's cover over people a, people a tattoo of Rich Cat and them, grinned. And Way big enough. On the field, on the field. Sir, sir, what do you think, sir? Should I get a tattoo of Luther Bissett, sir? What do you think, think to sir? Remember. Before he answered, his Bill listened to Luther finish his speech. What made our club so special. Thank you, Rita and family, for letting us, the players, have Graham on loan. <laughs> and thank <laughs> you, GT, for giving Watford more than great football. A club with a unique spirit and an inspired heart eventually Bill turned to Garrett. he thought about things and now he'd come to a decision he said a tattoo of Luther you know what young man I'll join you A week later, on the first day of the Premier League season, Bill and Derek went through the ancient turnstile to the home game against Brighton and Hove Albion. As the match kicked off, Derek noticed that a certain player had returned to the team. Look, sir, De Decore's playing, sir. The transfer window has closed and he hasn't left after all. This is brilliant news, sir. Marvellous. Keeping him could be the best bit of business we've done this summer. Mind you, sir, Keeping him means I could have stuck with my original tattoo, sir. Oh, oh dear. I hope this doesn't mean you regret the whole saga. You don't want to change what you've ended up with, do you? Derek pulled up the sleeve of his school blazer and then his shirt. He looked proudly at the wonderfully lifelike depiction on his arm of a smiling Luther Blissett, wearing yellow and red, with both arms raised celebrating yet another goal. I wouldn't change this in a million years, sir. In fact, I won't change it for more than a million years, sir, even when Luther's finally joined us up here. Bill smiled at Derek's certainty. And what about you, sir? Any regrets? Bill wriggled his shoulders. His back was still feeling slightly hot. But when he thought of what he'd had tattooed there, a sketch by Cap of Luther Blissett rising to power home ahead at Old Trafford in 1978, he felt a warm glow all over. He said, No regrets at all, young man. Supporting Watford marks us all forever, for better or worse. And my new tattoo makes sure I'm marked with one of the very best moments I enjoyed down on earth. Derek smiled and looked up at his mentor. The 13-year-old said gently, Thank you, sir. I know you only got yourself tattooed to reassure me that I haven't made an eternal fool of myself again. You're a kind man, sir. Bill wriggled his shoulders again to shrug off any sentimentality. He pointed to the pitch and said, Right, my boy. Now let's concentrate on the football. I can't wait to see what amazing moments Watford can produce this season. I've still got plenty of room on my arms and legs. The end. The next episode of Hornet Heaven will be Series 8, Episode 2. Hornet Heaven was created and written by Watford fan Ollie Wicken. It was read by Watford fan Colin Mace. It was produced by Watford fan John Mooney. Music by Watford fans Steve Joy and Jeff Wicken.